If you are in the Northern Hemisphere, like I am right now, it is getting hot. We are entering the smack dab middle of summer, those really high temperatures, and we wait all year long while it's cold for summer to come, but then summer finally comes and sometimes it can feel oppressively hot and similarly difficult to get out on the bike. So one of our amazing contributors on the FemCyclist website, Stacy Smith, she recently wrote an article for the website on some tips on how to stay cool or how to make really hot rides more comfortable for yourself. And I'm going to share some of those tips that she came up with, as well as adding some of my own in in this episode, just to help us all stay motivated and stay comfortable on the bicycle during these hot summer days. And if you are one of those ladies that is not in the Northern Hemisphere, you are in the Southern Hemisphere and it is winter for you right now, still keep listening because a lot of these tools and tips you can learn now and implement when it is summertime for you. And we in the Northern Hemisphere are all jealous that you get to be in summer. Um, So that's coming up right after this intro. You're listening to the Femme Cyclist Podcast, and I'm your host, Kristen Bonkowski. Like most of you, I'm a bicycle-obsessed rider and sometimes racer. Each week, I'll bring you interviews from inspiring women and offer tips and tricks to help you thrive on the bike. At Femme Cyclist, we celebrate all forms of riding and all forms of women. So whether you're a road racer, bike commuter, or hardcore shredder, you'll find your community here. Okay, jumping right in, my first tip for you all, and this may seem obvious, but it is to get out and ride either really early in the day or later in the day. Obviously, during this middle of the day, the sun is higher in the sky and the temperatures are going to just be hotter. So the best time to get out is early morning. That's because it's been, the sun's been down all night and the temperatures are cooler and you don't have as much radiant heat coming off of the pavement. So highly recommend riding in the morning. Obviously, if you can't get out until the evening, evenings are hotter, but the sun is lower in the sky, so it can still be a good time to ride. And you might even want to invest in some lights. I've done a podcast episode before on riding in the dark. If that's of interest to you, go check that out. But I lived in Phoenix and rode almost every day during the summer, and my go-to was always riding at night once the sun was down, Um, sneaking in that ride after work and it really kept me capable and able to ride all summer long. So I highly recommend investing in lights for summertime riding if that's something that interests you. The next tip is to hydrate. You should really be hydrating before, during, and after your ride. So let me talk about each of those separately. The first thing is hydrating before your ride. You want to make sure that you're not starting out dehydrated, which is very easy to do when it's summertime and it's hot and you might be running around all day working and doing errands. So you want to make sure even before you're getting out for your ride that you're really focusing on that prehydration. The next thing is hydrating during your ride. And I recently did a podcast episode on everything you need to know about cycling hydration. So I'm not going to get into the nitty gritties here, but if you are interested in making sure you're optimizing your hydration, go back and listen to that podcast episode. But the idea is that during your ride, you want to make sure that you're drinking enough. And during the summer, we're sweating a lot. So 
you lose sodium when you're sweating that much. So you want to make sure you're not just drinking water, especially if you're doing a longer ride or a ride in the middle of the day. You want to be picking a electrolyte drink that has some sodium in it. And my personal favorite is Scratch Labs. I will include a link in the show notes to that. But it works really well. It tastes good. And it gives you a little bit of sugar that you actually need to help you with your fueling and hydration. The other thing is that oftentimes when it's really hot outside and we're riding hard, you just don't feel like drinking and it's a lot easier to drink that water if it's cold. Um, So during the summer, I like to do two different things. One is using a Camelback like polar bottle that helps keep your water cooler longer. And then I'll also go ahead and stick one of those in the freezer or put some ice in it um, so that I'm starting out with really cold water and on a 100 degree day, that's gonna melt down pretty quickly, but it'll still stay cool. The next thing is just to make sure when you get back from your ride, that you are weighing yourself and figuring out how much water you have lost and rehydrating so you're ready for your ride the next day and you're not starting out that ride dehydrated. And again, I've talked about that in a previous podcast episode, so I'm not going to get into it here, but make sure to go back and listen to that and learn how to properly um, rehydrate yourself after a ride. The next thing is that in addition to making sure you're hydrating properly, you also need to make sure you're paying attention to fueling yourself. When it's hot outside, if you're like me, the last thing you want to do is eat. Um, So I highly recommend trying to get, um, like I mentioned, the Scratch Labs hydration drink that's giving you some some sugar and some um, calories to keep you going. You might also like cliff blocks. I find those really easy to digest when it's hot outside. And the idea is that fueling yourself isn't going to help you necessarily with your heat, but it's just that when it's hot outside, we forget to eat and we don't um, fuel properly. So if you're doing a longer ride, you need to figure out some kind of fueling program that works for you that you're able to stomach and still get in those needed calories when it's hot. The next tip is to wear sunscreen. And I am actually not a huge advocate in most cases of sunscreen. I truly believe that we need to spend some time outside each day getting our vitamin D. Um, But for me personally, the bicycle is one time where I really do believe in wearing your sunscreen. You're going to be out there in the sun for hours. And you have all of that radiant heat coming off of the pavement and just creating additional UV exposure on yourself. So the last thing you want to do is get a really serious sunburn that it's going to make you feel sick when you're out on the bike. It might keep you from getting on the bike again tomorrow. Highly recommend using that sunscreen. And instead of sunscreen or in addition to sunscreen, if you have very sensitive skin, you can also consider using a jersey that has UV protection. There are several jerseys that have long sleeves and are made to be breathable but still protect you from the sun. I have one from Machines from Freedom that I really love. Terry Bicycles makes a great long sleeve sun shirt. Um, And there there are others out there as well. Another alternative to that, if you already have a jersey you love, is you can get sun sleeves that are similar to the kind of uh, arm warmers you'd wear when it's cold, but these ones are actually just to protect you from the sun. You should also consider the helmet you're wearing. If your head is getting really sweaty and hot when you ride, we um, 
keep so much heat in our bodies if our head isn't properly ventilated. And so I highly recommend investing in a good helmet with lots of ventilation. And in addition to just the number of holes, you should also be looking for ventilation channels within the inside of the helmet that is allowing airflow through the helmet. Uh, We have a list on femcyclist.com of some of our favorite bike helmets. So you might want to take a look at that. Unfortunately, this is one of those areas where spending a little bit more money really does get you a lot. The more entry-level budget helmets, while they will keep your head safe, are not necessarily going to keep your head cool. So if you are riding in really hot weather, I would recommend investing in a helmet with good, good breathability and ventilation. Another suggestion for you is if it is a hot, hot day, rather than just calling your ride quits altogether, why not just go out for a shorter or slower ride? Uh, We create a lot of body heat cycling. So the last thing you want to do on a very hot day is to go push your hardest. But it might be okay just to go get in a 30-minute spin and give yourself permission to get out and get a little exercise but not overly exert yourself on those really hot days. One of my go-tos is what is called pre-cooling. And this means basically just trying to get your core body temperature down before you start your ride. And there are plenty of different ways you can do this. Um, Some ideas that I really like are if you have a pool or access to a pool, jump in the pool and go for a little swim before your ride. Uh, If you don't have a pool, you could also take a cool shower or a cool bath. You could lay on the couch in the air conditioning and eat a popsicle or a slushy, anything that's helping bring your core temperature down so it's low before you go out and raise it. My next tip uses what's called evaporative cooling, and I'm sure you know all about this. It means using water or ice on your body to help keep yourself cool. And this can make a huge difference when you're riding in high temperatures in dry climates. So if you're in an area with high humidity, evaporative cooling isn't gonna be as helpful for you. But if you are out in the American West, um, like I was in Arizona, I could go out for some pretty hot, hot rides if I was using water and ice to help keep me cool. Tons and tons of different ways you can do this. I've heard from so many women who have amazing ideas. Some of them, though, I'll share with you right now. One is that you can have start with a wet jersey. So I always just like to go and put my jersey under the sink and then put it on. And I'm starting out uh, with a wet jersey that dries pretty quickly when it's hot outside. But it'll help me at least get my ride started a little cooler. Uh, One other idea is you can bring a spare bottle of water along and pour it over your head halfway through the ride. A wet head is going to help a lot. Like we already talked about, uh, a lot of your body heat comes out of your head. So if you can help keep your head cool, you're going to help keep your whole core temperature cooler. Uh, You could take an ice pack like what you would use in a kid's lunchbox. Take one of those little ice packs and put it in your back pocket. You can start out with a wet bandana and tie it around your neck. There are also other commercial products you can buy that are like, uh, you know, like frozen or evaporative types of um, products that you put around your neck to help as well. There are a couple cautions I need to give, though. The one thing you don't want to do is put ice right next to your skin. Um, And you also don't want to ride in wet shorts. So you can start in a I would recommend starting a wet jersey. You don't necessarily want to start in wet shorts because that's going to cause all kinds of problems with your chamois and chafing and probably is going to create an uncomfortable experience for you. And then you can try 
pre-planning your route. Think about where you're going to ride. So for here, where I am, for instance, I'm in Boise, Idaho. Um, if I go out and ride early morning or in the evening, I can go mountain biking up in the foothills, but there's no shade up there. So I definitely don't want to do that ride during the middle of the day. Uh, if I'm going to go ride on like a very hot day or in the middle of the day when the sun is high, then I know instead that I'm going to go ride my road bike on the green belt where there's shade and there's even water I could get in if I needed to. So just a little bit of pre-thought and pre-planning of where can I get cool on my ride if I'm getting really hot. Um, that is something to spend time thinking about. And then my final tip is that if it is just too hot, don't go outside. It's dangerous to ride when it's too hot. If you can't find a route with shade, it's not going to be a good situation. On those days, just give yourself permission that it's okay to pick a an alternate activity. Go do some cross training. Go paddle boarding. Go for a swim. Um, or go ahead and go inside and use your indoor setup that you would use in the winter with your trainer or your spin bike. And it's okay once in a while to have to ride indoors during the summer as well. I hope some of something in there helped you. I hope that you guys are all staying motivated to ride during the summer. And it makes me so happy just on my rides to see all the women out riding right now. So I hope you're one of them. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I will include my email in the show notes. And always feel free to reach out to me if you need anything. Before we go, I do want to give a quick shout out to our partner, partner Terry Bicycles. As I already mentioned, they create some great UV sun uh, materials for jerseys and that kind of thing when you ride during the summer. They also make wonderful saddles and wonderful bike shorts. And if you click the link in our show notes and make a purchase, we do get a percentage of that sale. And that is how we keep this show running. So I greatly appreciate you. Obviously, don't go buy stuff if you don't need stuff. We're not promoting materialism. But if you do need something new, I would greatly appreciate it if you consider um, clicking through our link and buying a Terry Bicycles. Until next time, happy riding, stay cool. I love all of you. Bye.